0: Here in Ireland, everybody remembers Daniel Tamofti. And it's in my DNA, it's in his DNA. And I don't mind people talking about it, to be honest. It's a good memory.
1: Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app.
0: Off the Ball Daily. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, the United Rugby Championship confirms its planned tributes to the late Doddy Weir. The financial crisis in English rugby has spread to Exeter. But first, Munster have named their team to play Edinburgh away from home in the URC tomorrow night. It shows five personnel changes and one positional switch from last week's win at home to Connacht. With Mike Haley ruled out through concussion, Shane Daly switches from wing to full-back, allowing Simon Zebo to return to the side. All of the other changes are in the pack with an all-new front row, which includes a 200th cap for John Ryan. And Alex Kendellan is replaced at number 8 by Gavin Coombs. The team in full sees Daly at fullback, Calvin Nash and Simon Zebo on the wings, with Antoine Frisch and Rory Scannell continuing their partnership in the centre. The half are also unchanged, with Joey Carberry at 10 and Craig Casey at scrum half. In the front row, it's Jeremy Lockman, Niall Scannell and John Ryan. Jean Klein and Tyg Byrne continue in the second row. The team is captained from the blind side by Peter O'Mahony with John Hodnett on the open and Gavin Coombs at number eight. There's further good news regarding Jack Crowley. You'll remember he underwent a scan earlier this week on a lower leg complaint but that scan didn't show up any serious injury to such an extent he's fit enough to take his place among the replacements. Munster are beginning to emerge from an injury crisis that blighted the start of their season but forwards coach Andy Kiriaku believes
2: it's almost worked in their favour. It's, It's been brilliant in one aspect because it's given lads a lot of exposure a lot of reps are there they're up to speed with the system and the way we are the way we're trying to operate um but uh, hey look it's 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 a nice luxury to have to know that you can you can pick from the uh the bank of players that we've got when they're all fit um, and and just drill that little bit more consistency and in, um, in our timing our understanding of how each other work um, and those and those key bits that we're trying to drive as a group as well, those co- those coaching points we're trying to drive they they have have a lot of success in and around their mall. Um, so again, it's something we've highlighted. Uh, we've had some good good tests in that area from Ulster and South Africa in the past few weeks. So you know we we feel that we're in a, a good position uh, to face what's coming at us at the weekend. Munster are now just two points off the
0: all-important top eight in the URC, and winger Calvin Nash believes things are finally coming together for the province.
2: Yeah, look, we started slow and we didn't, like, we obviously didn't want to start the way that we did start, but uh, I think we're gradually getting, putting ourselves in a better position, and if we keep improving on our performances and uh, heading in the direction that we want to go, then, you know, there isn't that many points in the difference of us making the top eight. So, um... Yeah, we're not panicking here. Like We're just going to keep playing our own game and um, hopefully then that'll uh, get us some results.
0: For their part, Edinburgh welcome back a host of internationals into their starting 15. Pierre Schumann, Grant Gilchrist, Jamie Ritchie and Villame Mata come into the pack. Blair Kinghorn starts at out half with Mark Bennett at outside centre. Duhan van der Merve and Darcy Graham return to the wings. It promises to be an emotional occasion at the Dam Health Stadium, the first game there since the passing last week of Doddy Weir. United Rugby Championship organisers have confirmed each of this week's matches will be preceded by a moment's applause. Edinburgh supporters have also been encouraged to wear tartan to the game in honour of Weir, who lost his battle to motor neuron disease last week. And head coach Mike Blair says tomorrow night will be an emotional occasion. Exeter Chiefs are the latest English Premiership Club to feel the pinch. Club chairman and chief executive Tony Rowe has bought a stake in the Sandy Park Hotel owned by the club in an effort to pay off COVID-19 loans. The chiefs confirmed today that club members agreed the sale of a percentage of shares to Rowe without revealing the exact amount. Exeter had a 75% stake in the hotel which was opened in April at a cost of £40 million. In a statement, Exeter said the fee paid for the shares by Rowe not only provides an injection of capital to keep cash flow going but will also help serve as substantial debts accrued by Exeter due to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. Accounts up to June of last year showed Exeter had borrowings of £28.1 million with £5 million of that, a COVID loan from Barclays, a £6.8 million loan from Sport England and a further £6.6 million from NatWest. This season has seen both Wasps and Worcester Warriors run aground financially and Exeter hope this sale will help avoid a similar fate. However, the Chiefs look set to lose Luke Cowan Dickey after the World Cup The England hooker has been strongly linked with a move to Montpellier today that would effectively end his international career given the England selection process. Opinion continues to be divided on John Cooney's proposed switch of international allegiance. The Ulster scrum half, who qualifies for Scotland through his father, will become eligible to Gregor Townsend in February, three years after the last of his 11 caps for Ireland. Cooney insists he won't listen to outside noise regarding the potential switch, but on Wednesday night rugby, former Ireland centre Gordon Darcy felt Cooney should have had far more than just 11 caps to his name with Ireland.
1: Yeah, it's a funny one because for me he is the... Like he's in the two best scrum halves in ireland yeah um on a purely rugby base we just judge him on what he does within the white lines in 80 minutes he to me suits exactly the way ireland have the play um and, and in some ways i think you know if you look at say new zealand who you know are, are are the standard bearers, maybe not at the moment but they play two very similar scrum halves in Aaron smith and uh, tj Perenara. and um, they don't have that contrasting type of uh, approach they they double down on the way they want to play. Yeah. Um. So I was always kind of you know because like something something doesn't add up in here because if you're anyone with two eyes who's watching him perform goes he should be in the top two or three uh, scrum halves in Ireland um, un- unquestionably. So something doesn't fit. Mm. And I think one of the things is you you can you can have that and you can talk about it and that that's fine. We don't make these coaching decisions. And the coaching group have made a decision on them. and to be fair, they haven't really got many things wrong. So, for whatever reason we're not privy to it, it's not coming out. We'll never get the actual. Um, we'll never get a definitive answer to it. Um, there's lots of other. There's lots of, I suppose, subtle criteria that you know influence coaches. Um, but if it was on purely performance. I would say he has a very, very strong case to feel aggrieved and clearly does feel aggrieved. Mm. Um, But there's obviously more to it. We don't really know what the criteria is from it. Um, But this coaching ticket has massively earned the right to make Big decisions like
0: this. And finally, France winger Damian Peno has been voted the Autumn Nations Player of the Series. He beat competition from All Blacks number no. eight Ardie Savea and Italy's Ange Capuazzo in a public vote. Peno took his tally of French tries to 21 during the autumn window, one of which was his match winner against Australia at the Stade de France. The Clermont winger won 40 percent of the vote to claim the prize. That's it for Thursday's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for your daily dose of rugby news. My name is Richie McCormack, and I will have. More Rugby Daily for you tomorrow.